0: On this episode of the Heat Check, it's trade deadline season. And we are going to be busy, 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 busy this week. And it's already gotten off to a hot start. I told you about the Portland trade last week. And now we got another Portland trade. Woo-wee! Blazers move CJ McCollum. And actually, like it's a decent trade the more you look at it. Kings have decided to blow up their franchise in a huge way. And as a Portland fan, I am now to the acceptance stage. Uh, I've gone from anger, uh, anger to denial, uh, and now I am here to just accept what is coming next. Um, I'm horrified. I am excited. Uh, it is time to move forward. So go ahead, Brock, and let's drop that motherfucking beat. Cause I may- might be saying, Trista, why haven't you brought up the All-Star Game yet? Where is it? Where is your hard thought out, savage analysis? And to that I say, every single time I try to record an All-Star Game episode, something happens. Something big happens and then I put them all together and I'm like, yo, this is an hour and a half. Ain't nobody got time for that. So... (laughs) We're going to talk about the news and this trade deadline again. And tomorrow, I promised you, tomorrow is the All-Star episode. In fact, I'm going to record it today and we're going to split it up. It's coming out tomorrow, folks. So this is happening, but we got to get to this trade stuff. We got to get to this trade stuff. So let's start with Portland. The departure of C.J. McCollum. Don't cry for me, Argentina. Don't cry for me. The truth is... We knew this was coming. That's the truth. So if you're worried about me, if you're checking in on me, T's and P's to me, all of the things I had to say, all of the negativity, I got it out last week. As many Sacramento Kings fans realized, uh, it was a highly cathartic experience when I went on the Sacramento Kings radio station with my boys uh, Casey and JoJo. No, not Casey and JoJo, Casey and Damien. I am now looking forward to the future. Uh, The trade is as follows. Portland sends C.J. McCollum, Larry Nance Jr., Tony Club Trillion Snell to the New Orleans Pelicans. Yes. To the New Orleans Pelicans for Josh Hart, a 6'5 guard who, for some reason, New Orleans has been trying to get rid of for years now. Tomas Sadoransky, who's probably going to get bought out, Nikhil Alexander-Walker, Didi Luzada, and a, a 2022, this year, protected first-round pick and two second-round picks. That is a haul. Considering that, quote-unquote, sources, literally five minutes before this trade went down, said that C.J. McCollum was actually less valuable than Norm Powell on the open market. And look at what we got. Larry Nance Jr. losing him is sad. I like him. But honestly, the fact that we get a 2022 first-round pick that is only top four protected from a team that we know is probably going to be somewhere between 5 and 15 this year in the draft is encouraging. Uh, We get, if it's anything from 5 to to 14, we get it. We get that first-round pick. Which, truthfully, where New Orleans is, or right around where we are, which is essentially what we're going to get, right? If it ends up being 15 through 30, that goes to Charlotte, and then we get another future first. If we get the pick, then Charlotte ends up getting a future two, two seconds. So that's a very complicated way of describing this trade. Gut check, immediate reaction. This was a long time coming, dog. Like, C.J. McCollum and Damian Lillard we a backcourt that, as a Portland Trailblazer fan, we knew had, like, no upside. No contending ability. Two guys who were undersized and, like, basically a, a similar versions of the same guy. Neither played great defense. Some would... CJ would disappear in stretches. I knew he was gone-gone when we were playing Denver in the first round of the playoffs last year. And... Uh, He had a pass sent to him where he was in the corner, uh, three-corner spot, and he stepped out of bounds. And that was that, that, you know, to to basically lose the series for us. Him and the Robert Covington uh, rim check dunk both to lose the series. Uh, It is no surprise that both of those men are gone. Like, it is no surprise that this has been coming. We knew that CJ needed to be moved for a while now. And now the Band-Aid's ripped off. He is gone. I didn't know if we could move him. $30 million a year its a lot for an undersized two guard. But New Orleans, um, David Griffin apparently completely hated in New Orleans. Hasn't spoken to the media since October. Uh, He's doing whatever he wants. It's just vibes out there. And we found a way to move him for a lot. Second reaction wow we get multiple first round picks in a year I haven't seen that in I don't even know how long truthfully like I don't we haven't had our own first round pick in years we had to steal a second round pick we had to move things around just to get a second round pick last year and it was a mid to late second round pick folks like we haven't had picks in forever so if you're If you're a Portland fan and you're like, listen, I need to rebuild. I need to get some things going. We need to retool. And you get a guy like Joe Cronin who actually cares about having draft picks, unlike Neil Olshay who thought that they were just like a garbage asset, then thank the Lord. What was it? Jesus Christ the Lord is born. What was it? Uh, Charlie Brown said, Christ the Lord is born. That's it. I love having two lottery picks. Literally just started running draft scenarios in my head about who we could get. Like, could we get Johnny Davis from Wisconsin? Could we get Kendall Brown, Keegan Murray from Iowa? Could we end up having two firsts in that mid-first round, trade those two for fucking Chet Holmgren, second coming, little white KD out there on the perimeter, skinny seven-footer, hitting threes? Who knows? Now we've got a $20 million traded player exception. We've got $60 million in cap space. We are pushing P right now. We are pushing P right now. We could trade those picks. We could end up getting Ben Simmons with that money. This is the first time in God knows how long the Blazers have had roster flexibility. We have been in cap hell. We have been in in roster hell. We have had no picks. We've been basically the... Los Angeles Lakers without LeBron and AD, like, no moves. Like, you stale mate. Somehow we are out of that. Like, it's, it's like darkest before the dawn, they say. And thank God, like, I st- I'm starting to see the sun kind of creep up over the hills. You know what I mean? It's been dark for a long, long time. Uh, only drawback is that this free agency class, outside of Harden and Kyrie, who we will never get, um, is pretty sus- Uh, Brad Beal also, he's probably the only realistic candidate. Uh, And we'll talk about this moving forward when we talk about the Sacramento Kings getting uh, uh, Arvidas Sabonis' son, Domana Sabonis, uh, that that is a possibility for once. Beal is the only reasonable possibility that I see. Dame and Beal like each other. They like to talk. They play with one another very well, I think. Uh, But truthfully, I'm I'm sus on the fact that Bradley Beal probably doesn't want to play in Portland. Um, but if you end up getting someone like Beal, what do you do with our man, Anthony Simons, who it looks like the Blazers basically blew up the roster to sign in the offseason? What do you do then? Because they're going to need to play them. Did Dame and Anthony Simons end up playing together? I don't know. Like, I reached out to some people about the concept of Anthony Simons and Dame Lillard sharing a backcourt together, and I had no response so that does, not tell me, that does not tell me that that is happening 100%. Uh, here are some other free agents that I'd like the Blazers to pursue. Miles Bridges. Don't think we're going to get him, but the Hornets had a chance to lock down Miles Bridges with a rookie extension. And what do they do? They offered him $15, $15 million a year over four years, and he laughed in their faces and made some rap videos. And now he is balling out. He is set to make max money, and a max deal for Bridges would be five years, $172 million, which is what Shea got in Oklahoma City. And the Hornets, I don't know if they want to do that deal. Hornets can exceed the cap to re-sign him, but they already valued him at less than half of that before the season started, and there's really no indication that this team will want to go deep into the luxury tax to keep him because Michael Jordan is cheap as fuck good for him he's got a lot of money he's not re- really willing to part with that money in the in the luxury tax 2022 2023 for the hornets already sees 98 million on the cap sheet and that is before picking up plumley and ish smith's options which would bring them to around 113 million projected salary cap for next season is 119 million is charlotte willing to go that far over the cap i do not know i think he would be awesome in portland though i would love him there also gary payton the second I like as a potential little sneaky pick for Portland. Listen, in addition to whoever gets the bulk of the Blazers' cap money, I think Gary Payton at around ten million dollars a year would be good for him. It would be good for us. He is one of those players who is versatile, like a Lou Dort. He can defend, he can dunk, he can shoot a little bit. He is sneaky valuable. Golden State probably can't pay him. Uh, he's only waking one million. Uh, $1.9 right now, and Golden State is so deep, so deep into the luxury tax, put her ass to sleep. You know what I'm saying? Peyton commands, say, three 30 years, $30 million. The Warriors end up paying $90 million for Gary Payton for him. That is not happening. No chance. It's a Kelly Oubre situation, and I do not think they do that again. I'd love to wait a year for Lou Dort. Uh, but he's going to be a free agent in two years. Peyton, though, is a nice little piece as a replacement for that. Other free agents that make sense for me, uh, Chris Boucher. Don't think we're going to get him. Toronto loves him. He's a, a long, versatile guy who can shoot the three. Oregon grad, nice kid. That's a Jimmy Patos reference. Oregon grad, nice kid. Play for Dana Altman, uh, nice kid. Lonnie Walker IV, I like him as well. not sure if uh Greg Popovich and the Spurs, will let him go, but we'll have to see. Love Jordan Awara, tough. All these guys, gritty, tough, like can do multiple things, play multiple positions. Juan Toscano Anderson I like as well. Not sure what Golden State's going to do with him. Caleb Martin from the Heat, really like him as well. He's been balling out. Two-way guy, ended up getting a full-time contract with them. And on top of that, right before we ended up recording this podcast, as I was pulling in Onto the street, Sam Amick at The Athletic tweeted out, Portland could potentially still be a player in the Ben Simmons sweepstakes if he does not get traded at the deadline. And you know what, folks? Fucking love that now. We don't have to do anything for him. We can just trade some firsts for him. I like that. We got some firsts. We got some seconds. We have now got three seconds and two firsts from these trades that we just made. Ooh-wee. I know it's hard to maintain any sense of optimism. But I'm trying so hard in 2022. I am. I am. I'm smiling on purpose. I'm pushing pee. I'm trying to stay away from being cynical. You know what I mean? Like, manifest your reality. And in Portland, it is dark. And I'm just not just talking about, like, the general weather patterns for nine months where it's just gray and rainy all the time. I'm talking about, like, the franchise. I don't even know if this... I don't even know if this owner wants our team. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. All these things are in disarray. But what I do know is Joe Cronin has got some big balls for an interim GM. And now he's got more assets to play with? Fuck, I am excited. Unlike the Norm Powell deal, I think the Blazers got about as much for CJ McCollum as they possibly could. And now that that Band-Aid has been ripped off, it is time, folks, to get to work. Because they've said that they're building around Damian Lillard, and I don't quite see that yet. Being honest, don't quite see that yet. They've got 20 million in TPE, 60 million in calf space, lots of building blocks. Let's see if they follow through. Cautiously i days. back I'm pretty sure that uh don't pull your thing out unless you're playing to bend is a reference to sex but also it's a it's also a reference to the trade deadline like don't put your chips out unless you plan to make some moves just as we were about to go into them into the air on air the sacramento kings decided to do pull their thing out and they plan to bang full in rebuild mode they moved tyrese halliburton a man who was said to be untouchable it turns out that the indiana pacers were able to touch him he is fully touched now He's theirs. He is now in their bedroom. There's a meeting in the Indiana Pacers' bedroom, and Tyrese Halliburton has walked on in. I don't know where this is going. Woj bomb. This is the bomb. This is the sound of the Woj bomb. Here's what Woj tweeted out. As I was at lunch, got this tweet. Pacers trading to Montes Sabonis. First, and actually, hold on. Pause. This Woj tweet just tells you Everything you need to know about the industry because it matters more about being first than actually spelling people's names right or even getting the deal correct. I'm going to read this as he wrote it. So don't bang on me because this is how he wrote it exactly and then I will revise as it actually is. The Pacers are trading Domas Sabonis, Jeremy Lamb, and Jeremy Lamb to Sacramento for Tyrese Saliburton—no, Tyrese Hale-Burton, Buddy Heald, and Tristan Thompson. The Pacers are sending Domontis to bonus and a 2027 second-round pick to the deal to the Kings. So what he meant to say is the Pacers are trading Domontis to Jeremy Lamb, and Justin Holiday to Sacramento for Tyrese Halliburton, Buddy Heald, and Tristan Thompson. And the Pacers also include the 2027 second-round pick in the deal. So... Sabonis finally gets traded. If you're a Wizards fan, I have to say, you're not encouraged, given the fact that the chatter for the last month was one. Sabonis was going to go to Washington to give Bradley Beal some help. Mm -hmm. And also, it was going to take the other chatter, secondary chatter, separate chatter, independent of that, was that the Pacers were reluctant to do the deal with the Wizards because they needed two first-round picks in order to get them. I don't know if I read that wrong, but um, I didn't hear any uh, first-round picks in this deal. In fact, I don't even uh, see anything picks at all until I'm in my 40s, truthfully. I am 35 years old right now, and this trade, this pick will convey when I am in my 40s, folks. 2027? Excuse me. Excuse me. What? Uh. 2027, that is how you know that these people are lying to us. First and foremost, Tyrese Halliburton, untouchable. No, not untouchable. Domana Sabonis, two first rounds. Not two first rounds. That is what we call in the biz, very complex, high-level negotiation tactics where you tell the world what that market is and that value is. And you say it enough times where people believe it. Two-time All-Star, Domana Sabonis. It doesn't matter if he's limited defensively. It doesn't matter if he's actually not that good. Two first-rounders for Donis that is, That's the value. Two first-rounders for a two-time All-Star. Okay, that's a lie. Also, Tyrese Halliburton, completely unavailable. We're building our franchise around him. He's like the guy. High character, shoots well, long lead, blah, blah, blah. No. They were literally increasing their player's value to the point where they could make that trade and neither team would feel swindled. Mm-hmm. High-level shit right there. Also, um, what does this mean for Bradley Beal? Bradley Beal went on record and said to Chris Haynes, if we don't do something, if we are not better than a playing tournament team, and I am in my free agency year, which is tick-tock, tick-tock, going to happen at this summer. Listen, I'm open to all scenarios. So if you're not trading Bradley Beal, and he could leave, then what are you doing? You're going to offer him a super max, and maybe he'll take it, because why won't you take a $250 million deal, and then push your way out, push and pee your way out in 12 months? That's best case. Worst case. He says, you know what? I don't care. I'm going to leave to go somewhere else. And you, I don't want to do a sign and trade. I'll take less. You get nothing, because why? You fucked me. You couldn't do the deal. You couldn't get me help. That's a second option three is there a possibility now because the new news that i'm about to bring up in a little bit later is like bradley beal just had season ending surgery it does not surprise me that on the heels of this trade being made the bradley beal less than two hours later decides to elect to end himself down he shut him down for the season just like damian lillard do you think there's no correlation between teams that are just trash and players star players that are deciding to have season ending surgery i tell you what there's not Forgive me, I'm a little fast-moving today. I've had a lot of coffee. As for the Kings, oh yeah, back to the Pacers really quick. Uh, Pacers could possibly end up flipping now Buddy Heald. You could end up seeing Buddy Heald, who is largely seen as a losing player, flip him to the Lakers for a Taylen Horton Tucker and second-round pick. Pacers are making out like fucking Kings. Just traded Karis Levert. Which we didn't even talk about Sheesh, that happened over the weekend They traded Karis Levert And they get picks for him On top of that, now you've traded My guy, Demonis Sabonis For picks Now you get back Buddy Heald in return Excuse me, you trade him, you flip him for more picks You flip him for Taylor Horton Tucker Then you probably flip Taylor Horton Tucker For someone else I mean, that's what we're doing here Just assets on assets on assets Love that, I love that for them Kings now have fully given up on making Fox and Halliburton work. Probably the same situation as CJ and Dame to a, a lesser degree because it happened less time. heel has been on the blocks for months, years. Tristan Thompson gets moved. Doesn't I do not care about that. But Halliburton is really good. He's really, really good. He's fun, high-character guy. He's going to make Indiana Pacers much more watchable, much more consistent than they were with Karis Levert. And there's going to be a lot of open shots and a lot of open touches for guys like Miles Turner if he ends up returning after his injury situation gets settled. So Pacers probably going to be building around Brogdon, Halliburton, which I love. You probably have Chris Duarte in the mix. T.J. McConnell, T.J. Warren, assuming he doesn't get moved as well. uh, And Lance Stevenson, blowing in everybody's ear, lighting up guys. I like this team. This team is fun. Who knows? Also... I think they flip Miles Turner. I think they flip him. I, uh, I just think I'm not gonna say why. But I think they flip him. I just think that he's been very vocal about his role, very very vocal about his role and the limited role that he has been in. He's had multiple injuries over the course of his career to his lower body, and I think there's something that I know as a tea kettle myself that makes a lot of noise about things that I don't like, which is why we're pushing P in 2022, is that um, when you point out problems, organizational problems, people, strategic problems, etc., you are now the problem. It is not the problem that you have pointed out. It is you that is the problem. And how do you fix the problem? Not by fixing the problem. You fix the person uh, that's been calling out the problems, which you move him. And, Ultimately, I think that is what ends up happening. Call me uh, the Oracle of Delphi if that's end up ha- is ends up happening in two days. As for the Kings, massive shift in direction, sort of. Sabonis gives them a front court scoring that has been lacking since probably Boogie Cousins, I guess. Uh, and the logjam at guard is now finally fixed. You've got Davion. You've got uh, Justin Holiday. I keep forgetting which Holiday it is. You also have. Uh, Fox, with Lamb now at the three, Barnes at the four, Sabonis at the five. Very small lineup. Uh, That is assuming that Rashawn Holmes gets moved and Marvin Bagley gets moved, which now seems more likely. Uh, My man Jay Hamm, uh, beat writer for the Sacramento Kings, said, Kings are not done. Kings are not done in the least. More moves to come. I don't hate this. Sabonis has to figure out how to play defense. I think Davion Mitchell is going to force him to. Uh, In practice, I can see that being very, very fun. This team is better. Uh James Ham, like I said, this is, this team's got more to come. Possibly going to see Rashawn Bagley and probably maybe Harrison Barnes get flipped as well. Listen, folks, trade season is cooking. Cooking. And with the deadline in 48 hours, more food on the pan to come. Could be some more massive massive graduation. <laughs> What is for real? I don't know. I do not know. Please tell me, someone, what's happening with James Harden. I can't tell what is for real. Like, I don't know. Is he happy? Is he unhappy? Is he somewhere in the middle? Is he being traded? Is he being re-signed? Is he hurt? Is he actually being held out? Is he holding himself out like he did in Houston? Is he getting fat? I just don't know. It's crazy. Every hour, on the hour, a James Harden piece of news hits like clockwork. I don't know. I just don't know. Is he intentionally being held out tonight against Boston with a quote-unquote hand strain and quote-unquote hamstring tightness, which too, like, we're pushing P. Let me just say this very uh, softly. Those injuries don't seem serious to me (laughs) enough for James Harden, one of the most durable players in the league, to not play against Boston a team that has been a monster as of late. Last 12 games, they've been really, really good. So, I don't know. All I know is that in my heart, I don't believe anyone. I don't believe either side. I have no idea what's going on. I'm not going to run with anything, but I'm just going to tell you what's being reported. Latest by The Athletic, they are reporting that the Sixers strongly believe, that the Sixers strongly believe that, Harden will not re-sign with the Nets this summer, and they remain hopeful that Brooklyn sees the light before the deadline buzzer sounds. That is a lot to take in. Uh, Propaganda, I would say, is the first word that comes to mind. (laughs) Second word that comes to mind is alarming. That is an alarming sentence. Strongly believe could mean tampering. Could mean nothing. Uh... Hopeful that Brooklyn sees the light means they believe Brooklyn is delusional or they're trying to force Brooklyn's hand to move James Harden when there's nothing going on. That sentence is a riddle and I'm not great with riddles. This has Daryl Morey's fingerprints, baby, all over it. It's like, it's kind of like to me, a girlfriend pressing her boyfriend for a ring. Being like, listen, I've got lots of suitors. I've got... Lots of guys asking me out. Like lots of athletes and entertainers and also high-powered businessmen. I am attractive. And if you don't get on the ball on putting a ring on that, I think it's time for me to date. Insert random athlete here. Come on now. Like this is wild. Gaslighting. Veiled threats. Full court press to make a move. It's just of on the verge of desperate truthfully is a hail mary right it is this is a hail mary if this isn't for real for real if harden hasn't told daryl mario i'm out you better tell him i'm out and then he's telling the world that he's not out i don't know i don't know also on top of this new news today has come out probably by the sixers that great the ben simmons is looking great in practice excuse me what that is also a hail mary hey guys Ben Simmons is phenomenal right now. His mind is right. Also, James Harden is fat. He's not even a top player anymore. And on top of that, he's not even going to sign with you this summer. So you better make a move now. What? What? Excuse me? Desperation everywhere from everyone. Media, players, GMs, other executives, two cities, in the middle of all this drama with fan bases that I would say are rabid. Rabid fan bases that want to figure out what's true, and no one knows. We do know, though, that James Harden, one of the most durable players, like I said, has not played in three games mm. due to a hand strain and a hamstring tightness. I, I don't know. I don't know. That is... that. Also, Also, what we do know is that James Harden is currently uh, fielding calls for a an agent. Why would you need an agent right now? You're always going to do your own deals, max money. You don't have to pay anyone 4%, 5% to do the deal. The number is the number. But you do need an agent when you need to be moved. And James Harden got a new agent, or a a first agent, because he doesn't have one normally. James Harden procured an agent when he was asked to be moved from Houston to Brooklyn. Mm -hmm. All those are facts. Facts that don't make things look good, I would say. All I would say is that this is absolutely sus. Very suspect. Don't know what to make of it. Can't tell you for sure. But all I know is that this is Dr. Strange... And the, what's the new movie called? Doctor Strange. And, and the multiverse of madness. What direction is James Harden going to go? Is there an alternate universe where he plays with Embiid? Is there an alternate universe where he gets skinny? I don't know. Is there an alternate universe where Kyrie Irving gets vaccinated? Multiverse of madness. That is what we are at right now. And I tell you what, the next two days are going to be very, very telling. Oh, Bradley Beal said, you really don't want to fuck with me. The only person that I trust is me. So, breaking news, Bradley Beal, Bradley Beal shuts himself down, has season Ending elective surgery right after Damanis Sabonis gets traded to the Sacramento Kings, folks. Ah, while we're recording the heat check, the biggest battle of the year has been elevated before trade deadline time. I'm talking Woj versus Shams. Yes, sir. I've been trying to watch them out-scoop one another for years. Frankly, I love it. I love that certain players mess around with with Shams. And, and no players messed around with Woj. <laughs> Woj tweeted out so fast today, he got every single part of the Demona Sabonis trade wrong. Like, every single piece of it. He said Justin Holiday's name twice instead of saying Justin Holliday and Jeremy Lamb. These guys want to outscoop each other so bad. So, anyway, Shams tweeted out this during the recording of this podcast as the following. Bradley Beal will undergo season-ending surgery for a torn scafulonate ligament in his left wrist. That is, I've never even heard of that. Season started out so well for the Wizards. They were, what, 10-1? and And now, like Dame and the Blazers, things have just gone off the cliff. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The Wizards are now so close. I just tell you, I'm going to just say this. The Wizards are very close to being maybe one of the biggest stories in the nba they are so close to being more dysfunctional than you can even imagine just know that the wizards are very close to being one of the more dysfunctional organizations in nba history just know that and now bradley beal has elected to end himself for the rest of the season and he is a free agent At the end of this year. I don't know. Have we seen the last of Bradley Beal in a Wizards uniform? It depends on how much he loves money. It depends. It depends on where his line of loyalty begins. And where his love of winning also ends. Or something like that. One thing that we know for sure. This offseason is going to be insane. That is all the time that we have for the heat check. We will be back Wednesday. Finally talking about All-Star Game finally talking about these reserves and these all-star starters we talked about the rising stars challenge and then we just left the the actual game up didn't talk about it but we're going to wednesday tomorrow do not forget to download subscribe tell all your friends every single one of them please follow us on at this heat check and at trista crick Still claiming Till the day I need I Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it.